If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. For all new and current subscribers, welcome back to Resilient Love. Resilient is being able to overcome difficult situations. This podcast is about love, love tips on life, and how to level up in your business. Let's get started on the journey. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Resilient Love. I'm your host, Brianna. And your other host, Quentin. Alrighty. So, Quentin, what are we talking about today? You would put me on the spot. But anyway, uh, we are talking about order in, setting priorities during quarantine. Yes, you guys. During this time where you're home and some of you, some of you all are not at home. We'll get into that. But for those of you that all of us are being impacted by this, this serious coronavirus and in some way, in some shape or form. Exactly. So before we get too far into our notes, let's jump right into our first topic, which is acknowledging those impacted. I just wanted to just take a moment right now to acknowledge the healthcare workers, um, any essential employees, because we don't want to miss anybody on that list. And uh, we just want to let everybody know who's listening to us. It is a serious situation. But, you know, we call this episode Order In because in some capacity, we all have been ordered to be in this situation. We've been ordered into our homes or ordered into our jobs. And whatever order that you have been put in, God is going to help you through that order. And that leads us to our second point. Which is finding value in Christ and family. Which they should go hand in hand. Of course, Christ before everything. Because it should be the center of our lives. And definitely family, because even <clears throat> the, um, cannot quote it exactly, but the Bible does ensure that it does says, say, make sure your own house is in order before you can minister to others. Oh. So you have to, it's in that scripture, which I'll try and remember it, but it is teaching us to lead by example. Um, so that we don't lead people away from Christ. You know, we wanted to say say or give you all the focal point of finding value because a lot of things have been depleted. As in, because of your job, your energy is depleted. So because your energy is depleted, you're not putting 
out energy or putting emphasis on family or working out or your time with Christ. You know, I know people don't want to talk about that, but it's real because when you get so caught up in your work life, you sometimes miss the reality of your life. Your life has value. And so even during this serious pandemic, we wanted to take a moment and pause and just say, you value. Value yourself. Value your family. And of course, value your relationship with Christ. Because he's the one that put the value within you. You know, he formed you in your mother's womb. He knew the very hairs on your head. He knew what your name was going to be. So finding value in who Christ is in your life and in the midst of your family unit, God wants unity. Even through this pandemic, he's asking for unity. You know, the Democrats and the Republicans had to come together. No matter what economic status you're in, you came together. So this situation brought value to community. And values of family. The key is, can we stay together at, even after a pandemic is over? Yeah. Um, because this happens quite often. <clears throat> this has just been the most severe yes. that we have ever seen in this generation, in this time. I mean, this has happened before with the Spanish flu, but look how many years ago it was. Literally all, uh, over 100 years almost. Yeah. So we haven't, we have not had to deal with anything this severe. Um, there's always been big talk about different things, but we've never encountered it. So for us to finally actually encounter something this drastically is, um, it just, it, it can be detrimental to a lot of areas in your life. Yeah. Mental, physical, spiritual. Yes. It tests you. <clears throat> right. It tests you. And it 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 actually opens up your eyes to yep. what really matters. Mm-hmm. It definitely opens up your eyes to yourself. Because Quentin and I have been home at the time of this recording. We've been home approximately 12 days together. Yeah. Maybe a little more, but just together, about 12 days. And I know people might say, well, how does that feel? We'll tell you about that in another episode. But the point is, you know, for about 12 days, we've had time to just check ourselves. Like I told my kids before we left, I literally told them, check yourself before you wreck yourself. And I asked the children, what does that phrase mean to you? And one little boy raised his hand and says, that phrase means get yourself together before you hurt yourself. And see, this situation, again, the pandemic opens up that have you checked yourself? Have you checked your habits? You know, one particular health um, instructor made the statement on her live. She said, you know, and I did not hear the, the um, excuse me, the news report myself, so I'm going off hearsay. But it was stated that if you are on the overweight spectrum, you are more susceptible to the virus. 
And, you know, that key point, and I mean, I'm not going to lie, I'm working on my weight myself, but the key point reminds me to what? Check myself. And it also reminds us to check your eating habits. Because, again, you got to keep that immune system up. We're, We're trying to give you some practical tips through this episode because... We've been ordered in, but we got to set priorities during this quarantine. And the priority needs to be have healthier habits, read more, spend more time with your family if possible. Um, And go ahead, babe. Like what we were just talking about, most of us grew up um, adapting or learning eat until you are full. (laughs) I even said the joke a while ago, till you over capacity. Basically falling over, sleepy. Sleepy status. That's how you know you're done. And we (laughs) have been traditionalized to think that way about our eating habits when truly if we took and portion, like we just ate our dinner and it was very good. But you had pork chops, rice, and carrots. Yeah, yeah. I I tore it down in the kitchen. I eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh-uh. Okay. Anyway. Um... Hey, I've ordered in. Real funny. <laughs> but um, if you portion, eat in portions, oh. your body does not have to work overwork itself to break down the food to digest. Go ahead and break it down. And if we are, you get you put you get out what you put in. Uh huh. So if you put in food in your body in portions and not greedy. Even the Bible tells you not to be greedy. Gluttony. Yeah, that's real. If you do it in portions, your body is not overworking as hard, which means you could, you potentially have a a longer lifespan now. Yeah. Which, which leads us to our other point of working on improvements. You know, we're not just, of course your body and being healthy is an improvement, but guess what? Quentin and I have a little project we're going to do to our home office. We're going to be building a shelf. You know, we can do home improvements, not just self-improvement, home improvement, even wardrobe improvement. You know, getting that spring cleaning done, getting your house in order. There's so many aspects of improving during this season. Improving your health regimen, your hygiene you know, because of what's been going on, it pushes you to improve. But yeah, any other points on that? Um, one of the biggest points I think <clears throat> that gets missed in our day to day working without a pandemic is the spiritual side. Uh huh. Improve on your daily routine. If you don't have one, create one. If you have one, literally do it. Don't just kind of put it to the side. Got to go to work. We all are guilty of getting busy. Exactly. So I think that, I, I mean, God knows there's a lot of messages in this pandemic. But one in particular I see is... Sometimes God has to do something drastic in your life to get your attention to help you understand I am the source. Uh I am the true vaccine. 
All right. I am the truth, the way, and the light. So nothing man can do that can truly help you like I can. Uh-huh. So if we would turn off the news and turn on our Bible. All right. Whether you got the, whether you flipping the pages or in the Bible app. Uh-huh. Be highlighting, be studying, break that thing down. Now you don't. We don't have it, and I'm and I'm. I definitely uh, hold myself accountable because so many times I just rush through because I gotta go to work. I gotta go to work. I don't wanna be late. Now he has given me ample time to break it down. Uh-huh. Into bite-sized portions, right? That you can get it done. Mm-hmm. And bite-sized. Yeah. The main thing is understanding. If you only read two scriptures that day. And you just over the time, the period of the day, you just meditate, meditate on it, break it down bit by bit. That's going to help. The true, the true purpose of the word is to gain understanding. It's supposed to be like manna. That's why people say daily bread. Mm -hmm. The word, you should be able to bite on the word every day, which goes back to our point of you have to incorporate as Quentin said, routine, taking that time to read because just the same way you take time to eat a snack, take time to read the word. Mm-hmm. Read the word and eat the snack at the same time. Just work it out where you improve <laughs> your daily habits. And even not not just in the word, in your house. If you ain't, let's be honest, we we all get busy. You know, we all hope, I pray, we all try to keep a clean house. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, you got it clean, but you ain't got it like you really deep, want deep it. Deep, clean. Yeah. Right. So now we got all this time. Time. So there is no reason. I believe when your environment is clean, when you feel confident about your house, your spiritual house, your physical house. Yeah, that's why you got to get your house in order. We order it in, but get things in order. Mm-hmm. Because that's how you set priorities when you get your things in order. And, and let's be honest, COVID-19, coronavirus, that is a virus. But we got to think about all the other viruses we encounter every day. The virus of procrastination. All right, now, Q. The virus of... Lazy. All right. And yeah, I know these really are. I'm just using the term virus instead of spirit, but those are viruses too. We catch daily. All right now. The vi- the virus of just not being intentional about nothing. Mm-hmm. Or we're being so intentional about somebody else's vision. Well. But we leave our straggling behind. So... In return, we go to work or whatever we do for a living, angry or upset or short-tempered. Sometimes yeah. it's not you're angry, but you're very short-fused. All it takes is something something to set you off. Yeah. And that also goes back to the spiritual. What's in your heart is going to come out. Uh-huh. But if you got God in your heart, uh-huh. if you hide him in your heart, that's what's going to disperse out. But if he ain't in your heart... The other stuff is We're going to get all the other viruses. You know, the vaccine that we need is Christ. 
the vaccine that we need is Christ. And people might say, well, I know somebody who got it or I saw the news report. But the thing about it is, the news is not giving you the praise reports yep. of the survivors. And, and Christ and love. Love your family. Don't, I mean, in this time, I think everybody should just, whatever differences you might got, whatever, however, change, as we've heard before, what changed the way? You see it. So, I mean, we don't know the day nor the hour, so be, be, be more of the vaccine, helping build the vaccine, which is. The body of Christ, right. your physical body. The vaccine to some of the sicknesses that we have is just changing your eating habits. More fruits, more vegetables, more water. The vaccine to being lazy is just getting up and doing it. The vaccine to um, procrastination, again, making a making a set list and following it. Like, it's a vaccine to every problem that we have in our lives, but we are not taking the time to... Get the formula. Mm-hmm. The formula is, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. <clears throat> the formula is, that ain't Corona. The formula <laughs> is Christ and prayer. Right. Christ, prayer, and the word equals vaccination to any virus, i.e., laziness, procrastination, bitterness, any issues I have with somebody. The vaccine to that is Christ, the word and prayer. And you will find purpose in the prioritizing. Because as we've learned the last few days, we have begun to make more lists than usual. Which in return, when you don't make a list and going to the store for essential goods, you tend to waste more money. Getting extra. Getting extra because you didn't strategically plan. And right. that's what we're saying. While you're in, and for those of you, and we want to get to our last point before we summarize. Those of you, us out of work, commit to yourself just as you committed to your employer. So before we get too off track, we want to get this last point out that those of us who are home, because Quentin and I, we were, the, we were a part of the crew. There was an essential crew and a non-essential crew, which I'm like, how is education not essential? But we're not going to get into that. So, but for those of us, again, who are out and are not quote unquote clocking in, we want you to order in, clock in for yourself, create the book, create the blog, read more, be committed. The same eight hours you committed to that job. Put those same eight hours into your family, into cooking, into cleaning, into reading, into writing. Do not take this 30-day, quote-unquote, situation and not maximize the moment. After these 30 days, what are you going to look back and say? I wasted 30 days or I improved myself in 30 days. Right. Did you sow the seed so you could see the manifestation in 30 days? And granted, you might not see it in 30 days. You might see it in six months. But the point is, you sow good seeds. The seeds. And um, 
I think this should be a woke, oh, an, another thing is a wake up call for us all to realize that we cannot just depend, be so dependent on our employers. Come, do you know what? I literally just thought that. I was like, you know, I t- I was just thinking, I haven't told Q this, like, he's hearing it as y'all are hearing it. I really, it really made me reevaluate, you know, my career choice. Because I know that the those who are essential, looking at this like, oh, man, everybody else getting a break. But I'm looking at it as this is a reminder of what the world needs. They need good health care workers. They need yada, 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 yada. And it's a, a reminder even to those employers that you need to really take in consideration and pay these people what they are worth and not try to take shortcuts. And, you know, again, going back to our point of setting priorities, this is also going to a business aspect of, because, you know, we're talking about love, life, and how to level up in your business. And so a level up tip of this situation is, for me and Quentin especially, have a backup plan. So many people holler, you do your thing, do your thing, it's going to work out. But nobody talks about those moments where it don't work out, it does not work out. What do you do when everything you have planned just cut off? Ding, ding, ding. That's what's happening right now. <clears throat> and Excuse I, me. I know, and I, it's, just, it's the first time you're hearing this, so I guess we sharing to each other. Sharing too. and caring. So... <laughs> <laughs> the number that's because I thought about I was like in this time it makes you think about okay financially I as a man I should be better planned or as a family we should be better planned period so we should have a, a set number that we really want to see in our savings other than what we may have we should always set our goals to be a little bit higher we Each should time. increase in bite size. Yeah. So the number that I said was I would at least like to, I mean, I think in today's world, you should at least have an emergency fund of $2,500 to $5,000. Because in this pandemic, look at the months that people may not be getting money. Yeah. We're, we can't just focus on a stimulus check. We got to be all, we all, this is a, a lesson to be prepared. Be prepared. Be and, more. And conscious of your. Proactive. Pro, yeah. And not reactive. Because at this point, society is reactive. Right. Nobody, there, I'm not going to say nobody because I don't know everybody. Obviously, there are some people that actually were prepared for this. And to those people, Kudos. Quentin and I, we're not saying we're not prepared, but it's just a reminder to always be a step ahead and acknowledge the fact that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought the third month of 2020, everything was shut down? Who? So, I mean, I clearly did not thought this was just going to blow over like any other thing. Look right. at all the things we have. Ebola. Ebola. Ebola, yeah. Uh, anthrax. Yeah, so many people brought up those points because, again, 
it is very interesting how those particular health concerns popped up during a major election. But this particular situation hits different because across the board, across the world, because remember, those issues that you are bringing up were mainly in the U.S. Not saying mm-hmm. it wasn't anywhere else, right. but it was mainly here. But this situation happened overseas and trickled over here. So I really believe this was one of those situations where everybody was caught off guard. Mm -hmm. We have got we have gotten to the point where we have played it like everything's going to be all right. U.S. and this is this is a broad statement. And forgive me, I'm just talking on top of the dome. But, you know, the U.S. wasn't necessarily thinking it was going to escalate. Escalate. That's the best word. I don't really think the United States thought it was going to escalate like it did. Again, like Quinn said, they thought it was just, oh, that's over there. And it's whatever. It's everybody. It's the the everyday citizen to the the leaders. Exactly. Nobody. Because it's always, it seemed like. I almost, I'm thinking about Sarah. Don't settle for safe. That's her book. Go get it. <laughs> Sarah Jakes Roberts. Go get that book. Don't settle for safe. And her main point in her book was, and her book was written back in like 2012, 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, or maybe it was 15. But anyway, Don't Settle for Safe is the title of the book. And and her point of the book was to remind us of her story and also to tell us that you cannot hide behind your mom title or your dad title, your titles, titles. You can't hide behind titles because if God going to pull you out, he going to pull you out. If God want a virus to hit, he want the virus to hit. But guess what? It shall not come nigh, which means in the Bible, it shall not come near you. For those who are, and if God send it to your house, you got to trust God to even bring you out of it. That's the thing. We're not saying that God ain't good either way. We're saying if he bring it to your house, trust God. And if he don't bring it to your house, thank God. And just know that he don't send nothing without a purpose. So. He don't send it. Ask Job. He don't send it. He knew Job could handle it. Go to the book of Job. People had to call it Job, but it's Job. Go to the book of Job. Read his story because his story is a reminder of what's happening. That God will test you, bring sickness to you. Literally take everything from you and give it back to you double. If you trust. So while you may be off your job, go to the book of Job. So you can get some inspiration. From Job about your job. (laughs) <laughs> and how to how, how to push through challenging moments. That was a challenge for Job. Go read it, y'all, and let us know in the comments or message us, email us, find us on social media. Let us know what you learned from Job because Quentin and I have learned a one valuable thing. Well, I got about two or three, so y'all bear with me. The first thing I learned from Job, because we off our notes now, y'all, we just talking. The thing I learned from Job is that you have to... Have a relationship with Christ 
through your challenge. Because Jesus trusted Job not to disrespect him, to call him out of his name. Everybody around Job wanted him to basically disrespect God and just die, basically. And I love the fact that Job had to cancel out people's opinions. He had to cancel out what his body was feeling. You know, a lot of us, like Job acknowledged the fact that his body was wrecked with some diseases. He acknowledged it, but he did not complain about it. He said, Lord, you you put this test on me. You put this stuff on me, but I'm going to trust you through this. My own wife and family thought that I did something so bad to deserve this, but no, God, you trust me enough to handle this. So, y'all, this is a reminder through the book of Job that you got to watch who's in your ear when you're going through. Because right now we got social media, we have the news, we have your mama and them in your ear. And they want you to just say some negative stuff. But you got to choose to speak life when it looks like death. And my three really and mine is really just it's pretty much the same as yours. And the three the big one is check your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Who who you surround yourself could potentially determine your outcome. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes God let us surround ourselves with people that don't really mean us no good for a reason for a particular season. Mm-hmm. Um, the second point is challenge your faith. Mm-hmm. Challenge your faith means go beyond what you see and have faith anyway. Because, I mean, he had it going on. And he, he- <laughs> I mean, to go from the, you know, the palace to the shed, that's 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 a long drop down, but because of his faith, he was able to go back up the mountain again. Mm-hmm. The thing is, when you come down from the mountain and you go back up, you're able to tell somebody else, right? And um, the third thing, the third thing is, which is basically what I just said: trust God and know if He bring you down from a place that you were. It's just for a particular season or seasons in your life because you he, he needs you to be able to testify. Yes. He don't yes. need you to just be able to talk about it. He needs you to go through it, feel yes. it. Yes. So you get it in your spirit. And that's what I saw on social media. A lady pregnant had coronavirus in Chicago, Illinois. And you know what? She made it. She spent nine days in the hospital, y'all. But she made it, her and the baby. And she just tell all she kept saying was, I tell God thank you. And that's a testament to us. No matter what we're going through through this coronavirus, set your priorities. Set your mind on things above. That's the Bible. And not things beneath. Set your mind that you know what? The world going to make it. Set your mind. This too shall pass. Set your mind. God going to bring me out. Set your mind, set your priorities, and it's going to put you in position for purpose. All right, y'all, we won't try to preach.
But hey, we ordered in, so bon appetit. Nah, it's just it's just a testament that with this time in is refocusing you have to center your life with Christ. That's all. And it ain't no other way. It it it, it is not. It is not another way. The only way is Christ. Mm-hmm. So, if y'all have any questions, if you have any ideas of episodes we could do, leave them in the comments. Find us on social media. Inbox us. Let us know what you want to hear because we're definitely wanting to bring content of purpose and content that helps motivate you to what? Love, life, and level up in your business. All right, y'all. We're going to catch you on the next episode. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to Resilient Love Podcast. We wanted to take this opportunity to also let you know that you can help us by committing to a monthly fee of $0.99, cent, $2.99, or $9.99. Those contributions help us to keep this movement of resilient love going. Blessings to all listeners and subscribers. Thank you all. Resilient love.